Okay, my name is Ray. And I'm T. Parker. We are the founders of The Gentle Caress. That is thegentlecaress.com, your top source for mental and physical health. How was that? Great. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, welcome to the Caress the Mind podcast. This is the podcast just to help you ease your mind throughout these times and, and just help you get through the everyday mental struggles that we deal with. What else were we talking about, T? Relationships, mm-hmm. sex, I like family, that. friends, politics. Yes, yes. Did I mention relationships? You did say Who relationships. Who wants that perfect <laughs> love story anyway? Yes. Anyway. So this is what we got to deal with. Cliche, cliche, <laughs> cliche, cliche. All right, so allow us to caress your mind. Come follow. You're probably thinking... Damn, we didn't get an episode last week, and you were a day late, a day late with this episode. So pretty much, we took some time to take care of some things. Um, last week, we did an interview with Channel Seven. We mentioned it on the last episode. Yes, yes. And this week, well, actually yesterday, we usually try to record the, ep- the episodes Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, certainly it's rare that we'll do it on a Thursday, but yesterday was our daughter's ninth birthday. So, um, yeah, we took some time to kind of focus on that. And, but what did you think about the interview? I think it went really good. Um, I kind of expected it. Well, what I saw was what I expected. For even even though we did like a ten minute interview, for it to only be three minutes, yeah, I, I guess I was kind of surprised because I didn't know what they were going to air and what they weren't mm-hmm. because we were just kind of just talking and she asked us a couple questions and it kind of yeah. went from there. So it was nice to see like how everything came together. Yeah, they asked us. I mean, well, she she asked us a few questions and. We talked for a good 10 minutes. We gave her a lot, but they definitely chopped it up and but they did get the the the, the major points out there that we wanted every, everybody to hear and you know, we was oh, that was exciting though. So that Friday, you know, we just wanted to take some time and just enjoy that moment and having that moment on the news and being able to get the company out there, get our services out there. We were flooded with emails. Um, flooded with bookings and phone calls, phone calls everything. So, you know, we just took that week and said, you know what, no podcast episode because we really want to make sure, you know, we take care of everybody that reached out and and booked and wanted to inquire about donations and everything that they heard in the interview. So, you know, it worked out really well. And then this week, you know, we had my, our daughter's birthday week. So, of course, we wanted to give her 100% attention. So, you know, today we said, okay. We back at it. We back at it. We How gonna, you doing? Cool, cool. But we're going we gonna, to we right back at it. And, you know, one of the things that really made me, I mean, because I, really, I thought about just saying, you know what, these two weeks, you know, sometimes you watch shows during the season and they're, They'll like give you, take yeah. They take or, a two week break on you, and you like, finale. yeah, you like, damn, you know. Now I gotta wait two weeks. And I thought about just doing one next week, but I'm like, look, man, 
from what I've seen the past couple of days and been hearing a lot about it too yeah it's so much out there about it so many people with complaints so i'm like look we you know it just something just spoke to us and just say you know what let's it feels right it feels right to get this episode out today tonight and give you guys you know some relief towards this issue so last week we caressed the minds of those that were those individuals and relationships that are insecure but don't know it. So we Maybe gave, it was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, those that's looking to be looking to see if they are the insecure ones or their mate is the insecure ones, we gave you the signs to look out for. So this is a very special episode because drum roll. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, no, no. You know, this is a serious episode, but we're going to have fun with it because we want to bring positivity as well on the issue. Absolutely. But, you know, one of the things that we've noticed over the past few days, and it's getting worse and worse by the day, is the major concerns of people dealing with unemployment. Man. So... You know, we are going to caress the minds of those that has recently lost their jobs during the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, even if it wasn't due to the COVID-19 and you got laid off or something like that and you're still on a job search and, um, you know, you're in the middle of trying to get a job. But due to COVID-19, you're having troubles finding one. Um, you know, we're here to help you out and help you reduce those stress levels and help you find ways to cope. During this time, as well as I just want to touch on what goes hand in hand with unemployment, which is assistance with Medicaid. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to go to you because this is very important. I'm about to go to T because for people that don't know, um, you know, right now she's on parental leave because we have our infant, but for her day job. She does help those that looking for food assistance, cash assistance, Medicaid, Medicaid, child care, child care. Cash. So, as she sit here in colors, <laughs> <laughs> she's literally coloring right now. But um, for those that are looking, that are unemployed right now, and you looking for information on assistance, food assistance, TIFF. Please start with food assistance. Mm-hmm. Start with cash and then cash assistance. Well, it, it all kind of goes hand in hand. Okay, um, go ahead. Run away with it. Tell them every. Give them all the resources, the steps, what they need to do, what they need to know. Okay. Go through it. Well, I'm a little out of touch. I haven't worked since October. That's all right. You should um, know. <laughs> um, but according to my my coworkers, who I still talk to regularly. Um, this time is very stressful with applications being submitted daily. It's hundreds and hundreds of applications. Um, but pretty much what you can do is you can go to www.michigan.gov backslash my bridges to fill out an application. The That's application. What, not M-Y, but M-I bridges. M-I, yes. It's M-I for Michigan. Um you go to the website, you can fill out an application. It's pretty simple from what I've witnessed. Um, it's straightforward. It takes about mm, less than 10 minutes, depending on if you've 
done if you've had assistance before, if you had any type of assistance from the state, um, your information is pretty much filled in for you. They verify, you know, household members. If certain people was in the household when you last had assistance, are they still there? Um, if you're brand new, you have to fill everything in from beginning to end. Um, in terms of food assistance, there's two types. I mean, well, yeah, there's two types of food assistance in regards to processing an application. Um, you have expedited, which is no income or you're homeless. And then there's the regular food assistance that takes 30 days to process. I always let my clients know I have 30 days, but it does not take me 30 days. And I'm assuming with this pandemic, um, uh, my coworkers do not have 30 days to complete the application because they're being bombarded with so many applications. Um, make sure that you are available to answer all phone calls. I cannot stress that enough because so often I see applications not being completed correctly and an interview is definitely needed. If you... Um, if you have Medicaid, Medicaid is typically approved instantly. If it pins, it's because something else is needed. The system is picking up some form of income that they're not catching that you need to report. If you have cash assistance, typically um, you have to go through uh, work first. But I'm assuming, do not quote me 100%, that they're waiving that because of the pandemic right now. Again, I am not aware of that process because I have not been hearing too much about people applying for cash assistance. It's been mostly Medicaid and food assistance. Um, so yeah, my advice to you with that is if you are applying, when you do apply, provide all documentation at the time of application so that they're able to process everything at once because when you don't, you prolong the process because we're waiting on documents that need to be received to determine how much money you're getting. I have heard that um, if you qualify for a free, free food program at the schools, they're sending out $600 uh, bridge card for the kids. I've only heard about that. I haven't done much research on that because we don't qualify. <laughs> um, but in regards to that, I think that is absolutely wonderful. I've also heard that the stipend that was given, $1,200, $500 extra for each child, is not counted towards food assistance or Medicaid. So that is wonderful. Um yeah, and I, th I think that's about it. I think I kind of covered everything in a nutshell within a couple minutes. I can't really think of anything offhand. Okay, so for those that are probably thinking, okay, well, I was, I'm really starting to get that process going now. I was thinking about getting that process going tomorrow. What examples of documentation can you tell them to have prepared? Mm, good question. Mm -hmm. You might have missed your calling. I didn't. Go ahead. <laughs> well, one of your callings. With all okay. the stories you've given me, I'm straight. <laughs> no, not in this field. I'm talking about like interviewing. Okay. Um. So the documents that need to be provided slash counted from the state are proof of residence. So lease, deed, mortgage statement, 
um, something that proves that you pay rents. If you're currently living with someone and your name is not on the lease, that person that you're living with can write a letter. Um, I so and so, or I should, or I should say, um, you, the person is living with whoever you're living with. The name um, they pay, however much, however much rent. And however many utilities, you don't have to put a certain amount of utilities, uh, a cash amount, because it's a standard credit. It doesn't matter if you pay $65, $500, it's it's a standard credit across the board. So if you pay utilities, then that's it. Um, pay rent and utilities monthly, um, and then all they have to do is sign it, date it write their telephone number in case we want to call as a reference. Uh, If you pay utilities, we need a utility bill, DTE, water, consumer energy. We need all of that. And then um, that's it. So shelter and utilities is the only thing that we cover. I will put this out there because this seems to be something that not many people know. You have Wi-Fi, internet, cable, Wi-Fi is cable. I mean, Wi-Fi is internet, but y'all know what I mean. Um, y'all have car note, car insurance. None of that is covered um, in terms of expenses. So if your hours have been cut and you go to apply, they look at gross amount because that's a federal policy, not a state policy. So everything we look at is gross. That goes for um, anything you're going for, credit card. Uh, student loans, they all look at gross and and so do we. So if you don't pay any type of shelter and utilities and your gross exceeds the amount, you won't qualify. If you're under the age of 22, so 21 and under, you do not qualify for a bridge card or food assistance. You have to be on an adult parent case. If you're 22 years or older, you can have your own food assistance case. If you turn 22 this month, you have to wait until next month to apply because the system is not going to pick you up as being 22 yet. You have to let a month go by. If you're applying for um, Medicaid, we need a bank statement. A bank statement is essential. We need the beginning balance and the ending balance. It doesn't matter what's on your bank statement. Me personally, I do not go through your your charges because I don't have time for that. Um, so I look at the top of the statement, see what the beginning and ending balance is, make sure that your name and um, the date is on there. It has to be within the last 30 days. If you provide a statement from January, me personally, I don't take it because policy states we need the last 30 days and I am a stickler when it comes to policy I don't play those games so yeah any shelter utilities those are the things that the state will count you for anything extra it's a no-go okay so thank you T and you know it was a reason why I wanted to go to her because she really has the 411 on everything and anything you may need when it comes to looking for food assistance and so on. So, yes, I appreciate that. And No problem. And, you know, for those that are looking to get this done, please get your documents together. Listen to the advice. You know, get everything that you need so you can get everything approved right away. I cannot stress that enough. 
submit everything with the application because it makes the process go by so much smoothly. If I have all the documents I need when I receive the application and I interview you, I can process and approve your application that day. Right. When I have to wait, it take you have 10 days to provide me with the documents and then, you know, I have to wait for you to either mail them or fax them. I always suggest to my clients the fastest way to do it is through fax or upload it online. I don't personally take emails. I do no client I do no um uh, specialists who do, but I don't because all documents need to be uploaded in your case. Mm -hmm. If you upload it um, online, then that's pretty much instant. You can't go, I mean, you can't really get any faster than uploading them yourself. Take a clear picture of the entire page and upload it online. I mean, you literally can just click a tab on what you're uploading and go from there. If you lost employment and you received your last paycheck, you know, provide that employer statement or a letter stating that you're no longer employed with that last check stub so that it can be counted with the last 30 days worth of income. I don't think I mentioned that, but yes, that little tidbit it needs to be in there too. If you're still working, you need the last 30 days worth of check stubs. All income and what you're saying in the application needs to be provided. If you don't have, if you don't provide any type of lease, you're, you won't be counted for a lease. If you don't provide any type of utility bill, you won't be counted for it. So as you can see, get your documents together. You know, if you feel, don't sit up there and look at something and say, hey, no, they should be okay without this. No, make sure they have everything that she just listed. And then, you know, you can get everything moving forward. And those that has lost employment, you know, during the pandemic, don't feel ashamed to sign up for assistance. It's there for a reason. The only thing is do not become complacent. Don't be a lot, don't be sitting out here thinking, you know, hey, I'm getting food assistance and you know, I'm I signed up for, for unemployment and you decide to become complacent and decides to be to decide to be lazy. That's when it works against you. But if you're just looking for something to help you out until you get that next job, then go ahead, sign up for it. Especially now, man, they're putting so much money into these into the unemployment, into food assistance and everything. You never know what you may be approved for. You never know what you may be qualified for. Absolutely. My coworkers are definitely working diligently and a lot of them are working overtime to make sure that you guys um, or those who apply are receiving the benefits that they're that they can receive, do, you know, during this time, because there's nothing worse than going through this time and not being able to seek assistance. So they are definitely working overtime and not getting paid for it. Let me throw that out there um, to get these applications done. Right. And, um, you know, it's a lot of people out there that are thinking, OK, well, I need to go ahead and sign up for that and then deal with unemployment. You know, unemployment has a lot of people on the at a standstill right now. So during that time, during that time while we're waiting on unemployment and and, and we're waiting for them to distribute funds or say you put in a protest and you're waiting for them to approve that, you know, we're going to help you get through this time. So buckle up, listen up. We're going to help you get through 
get through this process and just give you ways that you can reduce them stress levels. So as of right now, um, we have here in Michigan over a million people that has applied for unemployment and a lot of stress is coming with that because a lot of the workers at unemployment, they are having a hard time with keeping up with all the cases and trying to get funds distributed. And you got so many people that has um, protests that they had to put in because of whatever reason. And then now they're waiting on their approval for that first before they can get approved for the actual funds. And it's just a lot. I mean, I've seen so many people on social media with, yeah, both on the past week, you know, begging for help. Like somebody, can somebody please help me? Do anybody know somebody that I can reach out to so I can, you know, just talk to somebody because I cannot get in touch with them. I've seen somebody say that um, it's just impossible to get through. It hangs up before you know, they can even get to somebody. So it's just a lot of that going around. So right now it's a lot of people that just feeling stressed and overwhelmed and just feel powerless. That's a crazy word, powerless, because you coming from a situation where you in control of your life, you had purpose in your life. Like you, you knew you had your daily routine. You got up, you went to work, And just because a company is, you know, losing money because of this pandemic or they need to downsize, now they laid you, now they laid you off and then now you feel powerless. And, you know, and that's one of the things that really can bring on so much stress because so much is out of your hands. You know, now your hands are in the, now your, your life is in the hands of, you know, a group of people, somebody yeah, somebody else that is taking phone calls and trying to look at your case and and trying to j- get you unemployment money, and you just don't know when that's going to happen. Sit back, pick your head up, and it's time for you to find a renewed sense of purpose. And understand that you are not alone. There's so many people going through this and um, something I just found out about, which is underemployment, which is when your hours have been cut. That's another yeah. option you can do. Um, file for un- underemployment. Oh, that's a good that's a good point for those that you said that when their hours get reduced. Yep. So if you're working somewhere and you were working full time and they are cutting back on hours for whatever reason, you can file for underemployment. Oh, okay. So if you lost a job, that's unemployment. And if you got hours that have been reduced by a company, it's underemployment. Oh, okay. So, I mean, look, just like me, I recently learned about this. So a lot of you probably like, wow, I never knew about this. So, you know, listen to that file for underemployment. If your hours has been reduced. Um, But, At the same time, it's time for you to pick your head up and it's time to take a stand because this is something out of your control. You know, even if it wasn't a pandemic right now, 
and you just got laid off. That's out of your control. You can't help how a business does business. You know, every business is the same. You can be a high-powered lawyer that's just been working for 25 years, and you never know what can happen with that firm to where you just get, you know, you you get let go. You just never know what happens. So these are the ways that you can cope during these times. This is with anxiety and um, stress and all of that. Because one thing I always tell people or friends who saying that they're going through anxiety, especially around this time, is what's something you can't control? Because you can't control this pandemic. You can't control nope. people getting sick. Nope. You can't control people dying. Nope. Hell, you can't control, you know, people staying at home either and, and their actions. Some things you can't control is what you should focus on. That should be your source of focus to help bring down your anxiety because anxiety pretty much stems from things you are overthinking and ways of you being able to control a situation when in reality you can't. Right. So focus on what you can control. You can control your mortgage or rent. If you cannot pay it, reach out to your landlord, reach out to the mortgage company, you know, find out ways for you to see if you can pay later. That's something yeah. you can control. You can't pay your DTE or, and you know, you're, you're stressed about your electricity being cut off. Guess what? They can't cut you off right now. So call, let them know that's something you can control. Yeah. What else am I missing? Cell phone bill. They can't cut you off, nor can it be sent on, put on your, on your credit. So if you get something, some type of bill stating that it's going to be put on your credit right now, they can't do it because a lot of people are so, out, you know, so many people are yeah. out of jobs that it's out of your control. So don't worry about your credit score. Don't worry about things being cut off and don't worry about it being evicted because technically you can't be evicted either. Yeah. During these times, man, you, you absolutely are not alone and you have to bury that in your head, man. It's, you know, take the time out, call all of your utilities, your bills, call them all, man. They are willing to work with you. They understand they understand if you sit there and you continuously let bills pile up and you have not talked to one representative from them companies, then they're going to assume that you plan on paying it right away. So they're going to keep doing their business as far as you. And they're going to say, okay, well, they should be expecting for they haven't called or said anything. So you know what? We're going to continue to report to the credit bureau when they're late, and we're not going to make any adjustments on their behalf. So please call them up. And you're probably thinking, okay, why do I need ways to cope through this? You know, if every if I'm not alone, because when you're dealing with unemployment, the loss of a job, suddenly it can affect different things. It can affect your mood. It can affect your relationships, and it can affect your mental and emotional overall health. Like it can really get to you, especially if you have a family at home. What happens with you as far as your employment affects them as well, you know? So the number one, oh, also you got to understand that, and we understand 
that this is more than just a financial thing. Mm -hmm. This is more than just a financial thing. We understand that, you know, you're used to having your daily routine. You're used to having a purpose in life and you just used to have a control over your own life. So again, this is why we're giving you these ways to cope because you're so used to feeling one way. Now you're forced to feel another. And then that can really get you to a point where you can become depressed. So I'm going to give you the first, the first. And also, let me cite my sources. Tell you, I always get tight. Tell you, I always get on me about citing my sources. This is getting, we are getting help from the helpguide.org. The helpguide.org. Um, they have a list of ways that you can cope. So we're kind of bouncing off of that and putting our own words to it and just helping you out. So the very first one that it gives us is to allow yourself to grieve. And where have you heard that before? We talked about that when we were dealing with the death of loved ones. Yes, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So, you know, allow yourself yourself a chance to grieve. It's okay to, to sit there and take time to close your room door, cry, be upset, um, uh, let out some aggression in healthy ways. Let out some aggression, whether you want to go to the gym, hit a punching bag. It's okay to let them feelings go. Your feelings are definitely valid. Absolutely. Your feelings are definitely valid. Um, Also, face your feelings. Um, Look for the silver lining. You know, when you face your feelings, also take time to look for the silver lining. You're not homeless. You do have a roof over your head. Right. You have a cell phone that you have access to to communicate with loved ones. You still have electricity. You have food in the refrigerator. You ha- you have support even though they're technically not here. Right. And, you know, just look at the positives of it and just look at your job itself the loss of your job as a temporary setback. Tell yourself, give yourself positive affirmations. Just sit there and say, listen, you know, this is a temporary setback for a major comeback. And not only that, but if, you know, there's always jobs that are hiring. I always say, you know, especially when I see protesters in Lansing complaining about jobs needing to be open and everything. If, If your concern is about a job, there are plenty of jobs that are hiring, including, I'm sure, unemployment since they're so overwhelmed and backed up at this time. They can definitely use some uh, some helping hands. Absolutely. But but I will say this. It's a difference if you are, um, say, you're a um, this big time engineer and your company lost clients and you're used to making say over six figures. Oh yeah, you're not going to get that there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a, it's a that's a major step back even though, you know, if you take a job in the hospital or unemployment, you know, it's good for your soul because you're helping people, mm-hmm. but at the same time financially, it's not going to make up for what you used to make. So, you know, I understand those who don't want to take that step back, but she's speaking mostly towards those that are out there complaining about Absolutely. having to stay home, Absolutely. being a part of the stay at home order and having it extended. You know, if you're one of those, they just feel like you want to complain about it and you want to put your pockets over your health. 
then you By should go means. and be an essential <laughs> worker, help out at the, at the hospital, you know, help those at Kroger deliver groceries, distribute groceries, stock up, you know, to you, you know, if you want to complain, then go do something about it. Um, so also, um, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up about it. Again, we talked about it before. You cannot control this. This is out of your control. So don't sit up here and blame yourself thinking, oh, I should have spoke up at this meeting or um, I should have done this or I should have done that. No, they were going to let you off regardless. I hate to be blunt with you, but that's how business works. They were going to lay you off regardless. So, and then unless you're the owner of the company, you, you, mean, you have no say so. So you just have to take it. So do not beat yourself up about it. Just sit back and just say, hey, this is something I just cannot control. So you know what? I'm going to start looking towards the future and not think about the past anymore. So also, the next thing that they have out here to help you cope, build new relationships. Mm -hmm. That's important. Oh, yes. That's important. So, and you're thinking, how do I do that? Join for the ladies out there that's, you know, that lost employment. Go join like a book club. Um, for the fellas out there, join like a sports rec league or, you know, a sports team out there. And, well, I take that back. Hmm. Take that back because we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but. Think about, go go on there, and there are Facebook groups, there are Zoom meetings out there, uh, book clubs on Zoom. Um, fellas, they have, um, um, they have, it's men out there that have groups on Zoom talking about different subjects, and just join one of them chats and just build, you know what I mean? And you never know what can come out of that. You never know. It can be a networking opportunity. You never know what company a person may be a part of that can help you out. And you know what? It gives you a chance to kind of pick a, a, a different brain than what you're used to. You know, you're used to dealing with those at work. You're de- used to dealing with certain friends. You're used to dealing with certain family. Mm-hmm. But now you've been in relationships with different other people and you're able to pick their brain from a background that you're not used to. Oh, yeah. So now that can definitely help you out. Um, and also to build uh to build new relationships, get community involved. You know, get involved in your community. Um, I know, I know what you're thinking. Oh, but it's a stay-home order. There's ways you can get involved in your community as well. There are groups out there that you know that meet up on Zoom to talk about ways they can they can donate or um, talk about different type of healthy ways of delivering groceries. Um, you just never know who you may meet out there. So you know, do your due diligence and. All all of these ways are given to you just so you can become mentally stronger during this time. Because when it's time to go back to work, when that job opportunity come knocking, you can at least go go into that job mentally strong and not down on yourself and not doubting yourself just because you were laid off a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That wasn't your fault. Anything you want to add to that? No, I think you pretty much covered it. Okay, so... The another way you can cope is to involve your family. No, I'm not talking about the cousins. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, distant family. And I'm talking about the ones within your household. I'm talking about your wife, your husband, your kids, you know. If you live with your parents. If you, well, yeah, if you live with your parents, you know, open up to them. Um, let them know how you're feeling. Let them know what you're going through. Because also they're going to be able to offer their suggestions and their advice and everything. And it just brings some comfort to you as well. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also listen to their concerns. Listen to your family concerns. Um, if it's your wife or your husband, you know, they may tell you, well, I'm a little concerned about um, you uh, about you and you being down about it, or they can tell you, Hey, I'm concerned about how we're going to go forward with bills and everything. And I'm concerned about how we're going to pay rent. And then you two can have time to just hash it out and just talk about different ways you can kind of get over that hump. So she can say, you know, I'm concerned about rent. Have you thought about doing this? And it may be something you haven't thought about. Just like we just suggested that you call up your mortgage company or you call up your landlord, you call up your utility company. You may not have thought about that, but when you open up to your wife or to your husband, they may offer that advice and you may say, oh, damn. I had no idea. I had no idea. Let me go ahead and just give a call. Because you never know what she may have been watching or what yes, news I mean. story she may have. Absolutely. Our, our fabulous governor. It's practically on the news every day, signing off on different orders um, and working around the clock to, you know, assist where needed. Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, she could have read an article that can help you out. Um, I know I just learned today that, you know, the governor signed an order where she's been working with mortgage companies to offer 90 day relief of mortgages. And she worked with over 200, 200 banks to offer that relief. You know, and that's great. I just learned that today. And then so think about this. If my wife, if we were in a situation and my wife come to me and she say, you know, I'm concerned about the house or the mortgage, something like that. And I can say, oh, well, I just saw a link today that talks about this. And then now we can look more into it. So open up to your family inside your house because they can be a helping hand to you. Um, And also to add to the, you know, involving your family, continue the family fun. Mm -hmm. Do not stop the process. Do not stop you guys' process as far as how you guys go about your days. Continue to just go out and have, have game nights in. Um, and just enjoy each other companies. Continue to do fun things because that takes your mind off of everything. You know, that can give you temporary relief. And when you, you know, and I've talked about this in that episode is, you know, for the death of our loved ones. When you do this type of stuff and you continue to have fun and you bring positivity to your mind, you smile. Smiling is essential to your soul. So do anything that brings a smile to your face. Okay, so moving on. Another way that can help you to kind of cope with what's going on and cope with the loss of a job, um, move to relieve stress. Um, Get out there and exercise. 
Um, you can't go to the gym. So get out there and run around and and just kind of relieve that stress. You know, go to a local park. Of course, keep your social distancing from anybody else that's out there working out, but go to a local track. Um, you know, run around the block, um, do some boxing drills. You know, it don't matter how aggressive you feel, you need to be with boxing drills. At least you're relieving that stress because mm-hmm. you got a lot pent up into you. Um, you know, again, they have they, it's so many different classes on online now. Absolutely. It's, it's so many people that's doing like live yoga on Instagram and Facebook. That and I'm a I'm gonna be tuning into a makeup tutorial at three o'clock. They have plenty of things to keep you occupied. Yeah, we're talking about like moving to relieve stress and like oh exercise yeah, that's and right. Stuff. Never mind then. Scratch not, that. I'm not talking. I about got a little excited. Never makeup mind. tutorial. Um, but anyway, uh, well, I mean, I guess you are moving when you. Make a <laughs> but anyway, um, but uh, yeah, so there's Zumba classes on Instagram Live, people doing yoga, uh, um, just dance classes and boxing classes, a lot of different challenges, people challenging people to do 20 push ups, you know, get a part of those, you know, feel like take those opportunities to just relieve that stress and also we have to continue to to eat well continue to eat well to stay focused that means minimizing sugar um breads yeah uh minimizing breads um just reduce foods that affects your mood negative negatively you know just don't don't Eat to a point where it gets you um, lazy or um, uh, not grouchy, but um, groggy. groggy and, you know, just makes you not want to just pretty much zap your energy away. You absolutely need all of your energy because when that interview get to calling or to be ready. when that recruiter want to call and just want to have a chat with you about a future position, you want to be ready. You want to be on your toes. You don't want to feel like, ah, uh, I'll talk to them later or I'll just reschedule with them another time because you're fat. You know I mean, not fat, but you didn't get, yeah, you didn't get unhealthy and you didn't gotten lazy because you've been drowning your sorrows in, in overeating and, and, overeating and eating. eating bad, compulsive eating. Good, good. And, you know, you just now you at a point where you just very, very, you know, just groggy. So, and also, you know, stay away from nicotine. Cigarettes is not the answer. Because cigarettes, drinking, yeah, the, you know, but any type of substance. The reason I brought up brought up nicotine because you know, even though people may feel like people use that to calm themselves, people do a lot of things to calm themselves. Yeah, people drink to calm themselves. Right, themselves. right. But you know, I bring up nicotine because. You know, it's a lot of people out there that turns to that as well as alcohol, but nicotine also can bring on more anxiety. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, try to stay away from that. But also, you know, like she said, you know, it's okay to drink, but drink in moderation. Don't use drinking to drown your sorrows. We talked about that before. 
as far as, you know, the death of a loved one. You don't want to turn to negative habits. You do not, especially drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you overeating, you, you know, you drowning your sorrows in drinking, you drowning your sorrows in smoking, and, you know, or whatever else. So don't do that. Um, and, you know, this may seem like <laughs> deja vu, but, it, I mean, you may feel like this, this last one is, you know, a repeat of that, you know, the episode of the death of a loved one. But this is so important. It's so important. And we said this during our interview when she asked us, you know, what advice would you give people? We always give this advice. And it's, it's best that it always go last because, you know, sometimes you always got to put yourself first. But last but not least, take care of yourself. Self-care. Self-care. I mean, that's what all of this is about. It's all about self-care. Go get a massage. Uh, well, you can't get I'm a massage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't get a massage. But I'm you know, coloring right now. Yeah, she's coloring right now. That can be therapeutic. Um, you know, if you have a wife, ask her for a massage. So I guess you can get a massage. <laughs> you're damn right you can. They can if they're by themselves. No, you damn no. If they're by themselves, then I understand. So I, I did misspeak for those that, you know, you that, that's by themselves. But if you have a wife at home, ask her for a massage. If you have a husband at home, ask him for a good massage. You know, tell him what type of uh, ambiance you want. Say, babe, I just want the lights down low. I'm going to light some candles. I'm going to actually play the the massage music. And I just need a good rub down, you know, just to help you, you know, self, give yourself some self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, take some time to meditate. Um, I've said this before. It's a good website out there, headspace.com. Um, look that up. That's a really good meditation site to help you kind of refocus your mind and get yourself to a place where you are mentally strong again. Even if you need to go for a walk by yourself, too. <coughs> yeah, bloopers. <laughs> but no, yeah. Even if you want to go for a walk by yourself, go for a walk. You know, take in the fresh air. I know the scenery, the scenery, the weather is getting nice right now. Um, So, you know, get outside and just just take it all in. Or you can even go for a drive. Um, I have a friend who recently went to Belle Isle and then they went to Birmingham before going back home. Um, I've heard people say, I didn't know Belle Isle was open. My granddad went to Belle Isle and he actually found a nice spot to sit by the water mm-hmm. and just kind of like get out the house and get fresh air. You know, places like this are not closed. They just, you know, the governor just promotes social distancing. So she's not saying or we're not saying go to Belle Isle and have a big old party with everybody and gather up. No, right. we're saying go there for, you know, peace of mind and to clear your mind of what's going on. Wait, grand, so granddad went out there to to the water and just sat out there? Mm, he sure did. Hey, man. He, me, he went and got two Coney dogs, and he went to Belle Isle and sat by the water. Hey, man, let me explain something to you. Her granddad. He's 90. No, he's not in his 90s. in his late 80s, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm aging him before his time. He's 85? Yeah. 86? In his 80s like that, and he'd be out here. Out. 
when I tell you he ain't afraid to drive somewhere and he, no, he told me <laughs> just this past week he drove four hours. I said, you know, you just drove to Chicago, right? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Just drove four hours around the city, um, around Belle Isle, just to get out the house. That's dope, man. You know what? I always felt like that's what keeps you, you know, that's what keeps you living when you actually living and you're not afraid to get out of the house and just be out. Oh, absolutely. I if mean, you, he if, be, you, if you stay out and, and keep a, a young mind, then you stay young. I mean, granddad be on Facebook, commenting, sharing. And oh, my granddad is hip, okay? He drives a Cadillac, Cartier glasses, iPhone. Like, there's nothing you can say. Yeah, if he FaceTiming with no problem. I mean, I, that's how I want to be. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get sidetracked, but that just made me think, like, <laughs> dang. He if really, he can do it, y'all can do it, too. He, yeah, yeah, he really be out here. Um, But, you know, also, please remember to get some sleep. Uh, yeah, sleep is so essential. Yeah, get some sleep. I know, you know, a lot is on your mind because you're thinking about when that interview is going to come in or when unemployment is going to distribute the funds or when they're going to approve that protest. But please get some sleep so you can be ready to tackle certain things the next day. You know, um, I know it's 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 tough when that when you wake up and you got to think about you know, checking your status of your unemployment. Is it, has it been approved? Have they even looked at it? But, you know, you don't want to try to deal with all of that with a a sleepy mind. Absolutely. And then on the weekends, you know, unemployment is not open on the weekends. Take the weekends to try and forget about it. Don't check your phone um, and see the status about what's going on. Try it and give yourself a break and try and meditate or focus on your breathing. Um, turn on some, some calming music, some essential oils. I know all of those things have helped me in the past. So those are some things you can do to help you sleep. And before you know it, you, you know, one minute you're thinking, you start focus on your breathing, your counting. Next thing, you're knocked out sleep. Absolutely. I was kind of giving Tiff a side eye because I'm like, I wonder, I heard that um, unemployment is taking calls on Saturdays. Um, I know okay. they said the fastest way to to get thing, anything through is online. Yeah, it says the UIA has extended call center hours by an hour every day, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, and it remains open from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good news because I know at one point they weren't doing Saturdays. Okay. Yes, yeah, so if you did not know that they are open on Saturdays, and I know I've seen people say, I've been on on hold for hours, hours, or they'll just hang up. Um, you know, just in case you do want to at least try to call on a Saturday morning, wake up at 6.55 and try to be one of the first to call, you know, at least you know that they are open on Saturdays. Absolutely. You know, it's I know that's early, waking up at 6.55, but you got to do what you got to do to try to get, get an understanding of where you are with this process. Um, and before we uh, really close out, I do want to say, you know, and of course, this will always be our advice to you. 
go get counseling if you need it. It's there for a reason. Absolutely. Um, as of right now, we are offering COVID-19 therapy, well, online therapy, since no in-office therapy is happening. So we do have COVID-19 therapy for only $25. And not only that, but for anyone we may know that wants to seek therapy, you don't have to worry about us being the ones that's giving the therapy. We have three or at the at the moment, two wonderful staff members who are willing to do teletherapy with you. So everything is confidential. We will not be all in your business, nor will we nor do we want to know your business. This podcast is brought to you by The Gentle Caress. If you or anyone you know is struggling with their mental health or just need a listening ear, please check out thegentlecaress.com, offering counseling services from individual and child to relationship and family. Moms, check out our monthly mommy circles and fitness classes to get that snap back. Again, check out thegentlecaress.com. And yes, Tiff is absolutely correct. Um, at the moment, I mean, we're not taking clients. Look. <laughs> you can't take clients. <laughs> no. People, people got to understand. Me, my field is computer engineering. Um, you know, before we started this company, you know, I did a lot of self-educating on mental health and everything I need to know about it and how it worked, the process of therapy. I did a lot of self-educating but, you know, I wouldn't dare even try to step into that realm. I leave that to the real professionals, um, like my wife, T, who has the education, the true education. But, um, no, you know. I'm on parental leave from every aspect. Yeah. <laughs> the day job, this job, like, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on parental leave. <laughs> yeah, and we're we bringing that up because, we you know, we get that a lot. You know, a lot of people be hesitant to get counseling because it's like, you Especially know. Especially with us. Yeah, with us because it's like, hey, you know, are they going to be the one doing it? Or, you know, this is family, friends, and, you know, people associates. People know in general. Yeah. Strangers, we have no problem with. We get a lot of bookings. But when it comes to family and friends, we do get some. But, you know, the first thing they ask is, hey, you know, Will you, would they be the ones doing it? No, we only handle the business side. I want to say we covered this in one of our other episodes. Maybe we didn't, but, you know, take this as a reiteration. We do not, we do not take on clients and especially those that we are related to or we know of. Yeah, we can't really say that enough. One thing we do, I mean, we do see people that come in and that books and that inquires, but please understand that it's a hundred percent confidential. I don't care if you ask if there's availability and that's it. We don't, we do not disclose to anybody that you've called, you know, that is strictly between us as a company and you as the patient. Um, but other than that, I hope you really listen to this and you really found this helpful. Um, Tiff laid out a lot of information on food assistance, um, Medicaid, Medicaid, a lot of resources out there to help you during this time. Do not sit back and, you know, mope and think there's no help out there. It's help out there. Just like I said, from me, from my mouth, in my opinion, 
I've the the only way this can be a bad look for you is if you become complacent and you do not do your due diligence and continue to look for work and you feel like I'm going to allow the government to take care of me. No, that's not the way to go. Um, only look at it for temporary relief. That's very important. Temporary, that's the key word. Temporary relief. That's what it's there for. And it's completely okay if you do need it. It's nothing wrong with asking for help. At all. So many people are scared to ask for help or their pride gets in the way. Exactly. It's okay because at any given point in time, you can need that help. And that's what it's meant for. For you to take advantage when you need it. Right. Especially during these times. Yes. So... Um, you know, best of luck to everybody out there that is going through unemployment and, you know, looking for that next opportunity, or even if you are laid off temporarily, or if you furloughed, um, you know, best of luck to you. You know, we are hoping to get back to normalcy, you know, soon. I want to say, well, I don't want to say sooner rather than later, because, you know, we really got to take our time with this. and. Absolutely. Really make sure that, you know. You don't want to end it too soon and then it comes back and then yeah, we have to start all over. Yeah, we got to make sure we it's in the best interest of our health overall rather than in our pockets. Um, but we all are trying to get back to normalcy. So, you know, best of luck to everybody. Do your due diligence. Um, you know, look out for re- different resources out there. Read up on articles, see what's out there, and you know we're gonna get we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We are gonna rise out of this situation together. So you know, right now I'm a little stressed. So I'm gonna dim the lights and ask my wife to give me a rub down, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna light some candles to give me a rub. Down. You like my good candles, Richard. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to find an excuse for a rub down. But anyway, you know, best of luck to all of y'all, man. We we love everybody. And, you know, and if you ever need counseling, you ever need a listening ear, you know where to go, thegentlecaress.com. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to our episode of Caress the Mind. If you can please take time to like, subscribe, follow just to show us some love we would really appreciate it stay tuned every friday for a new episode of caress the mind